Now commencing the opening ceremony for the Coach Me Sensei podcast 2020. Here I've got my torch. I'm ready to light the ceremonial torch. It's a bigger torch than the one that I'm holding. And that signifies that all sports and anime fans from across the country compete in a battle of life or death. In order to find out who is crowned the number one sports slash anime fan, we're playing the death the funeral march because uh, you know people are going to die. And here I go. <laughs> the torch is lit. The games have begun, and it turns out. Cassandra and I are the only two people at the Olympics <laughs> or and who fit this very specific niche podcast. <laughs> so luckily no one else. Although, is... Watch out ESPN and other sports out- outlets that try keep trying to steal our flow. Yeah. People who keep putting anime memes on their uh, on their Twitter accounts. I'm looking yeah, at you at ESPN, Bleacher Report. Uh, we did it first. Yeah. Check the timestamps. This podcast did it first. This podcast being Coach Me Sensei. That's us. Coach Me Sensei. Uh, I am just well. I'm here to try to teach Cassandra about anime. I'm Cassandra. I'm just here living. I will learn nothing today. Just will learn, learn nothing. And on that wave <laughs> of me learning nothing, because there's no sports to talk about. Well, I mean, some would say that there's all sports to talk about. That's true, because of the Olympics. Uh, but I mean, we'll ha- we'll have time for the Olympics. Yeah, we'll get into that. But I think, well, you know, we also no- need to talk about the finals. So yeah, but I was gonna say we should start with the finals. Okay. Uh, sort of do a sports anime sports sandwich, if you will. Yeah, I like sandwiches. Yeah, and I think anime deserves to be the sweet filling. You you guys eat sweet sandwiches, right? <laughs> yeah, the sweet sweet l- delicious milky filling. Yeah. Of of anime, yeah, uh, I know you can all relate to a good old old fashioned Southern style milk sandwich. Yeah, I think that exists. All I think it, I think it really does exist. I'd be curious. I to think see people it. dip their sandwiches in milk. It's disgusting. It sounds disgusting to me, but I I think I've heard of that before. If you have eaten a milk sandwich, please reach out to us, and we will ban you <laughs> from this podcast. Yeah, we are very strict on our listenership here. Yeah, for sure. Um. Let's start with, with talking about the way that the NBA Finals wrapped up. The NBA Finals are over. We have a champion. We have a champion. We have a champion. They are the champions, not us. Do we have to get uh, our friend in here? I think it's only right for him to wrap up his uh, his seasonal appearances. Yeah, before he <laughs> disappears, maybe forever. Maybe forever. <laughs> maybe he'll go to prison. Maybe uh, Maybe he'll die. Who I don't knows? know. He sounds old. Uh, you guys can't see him, but he, he smokes a lot. Yeah, let's get him in here. I'm gonna go hide into my corner, and we'll bring in our good friend, Roge. All right, come on in here. Bye. Bye. It's like a scary Santa Claus. He's here. It's your boy, the Roge. Oh, Roge is on vacation time, and he's amped. Work's over. I'm here to play. 
No, no, no. This is your last bit of work. This is not for me. Okay. The season ends and I'm sipping my ties by the beach. I flew out from the Bahamas back here to do this podcast. Wow. Who's paying you for that? It's coming out of your paycheck. (laughs) I think you're going to be sadly mistaken. Guys, Roge is here. I'm here to talk basketball like I have on this podcast so many times before. All playoffs long. And really, didn't the playoffs feel like a long time? Um, they anything feels like a long time when you got a voice like mine. I was it's exhausting. I was just thinking to myself, the NBA and the NBA playoffs by themselves almost felt like its own season. It's probably because they were so excited. That's true. Everyone was jumping up watching all these matchups happen because uh, there were so many upsets so early. Yeah, Roach, we lost the Lakers. Yeah, we lost the Lakers. I get scared every time I hear that. I heard you guys mention the life or death thing at the top, and I'm I'm worried. But you heard us talking about whether or not you'd die. Oh, I meant the 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 death battle of the Olympics for the for the podcast Olympics. Yeah, sorry. So you did not hear the part where we talked about whether or not you would die. No, what do you mean by that? Oh, nothing. I'm the picture of health. You're right. You do have that six pack. I do. A six-pack of cigarettes taped to my, <laughs> my abdominal area. Yeah. Guys, the NBA Finals are over. Yeah. We have a champion in the series of the Phoenix Suns against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks took it in six. Six yeah. games. Guys, we have a winner. Uh, in the series of the Phoenix Suns against the Milwaukee Bucks for the NBA Finals, the NBA <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks Took it in six games. The NBA Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> not those other NBA Milwaukee Bucks. own Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> took it in six games. Hey, what does NBA stand for? Uh, NBA stands for National Basketball Association. Okay, cool. Just checking. Hey. Checking, my job, Rojo, I was just checking. Sorry. My job's done. You can't fire me. <laughs> I already quit, baby. I'm on vacation. Okay. I'm on vacation because the the Milwaukee so, Bucks did it. The way that our arrangement is is that during the playoffs you work for us and then you quit, and then you come back next year and and work again. Yeah, I have to come back and beg for my job. And then we have to go through the process all over. I again. quit very in a very dramatic fashion. Did you not receive those letters? No. Okay. I would say don't open your mail for at, probably the next couple weeks. Oh no! Is there? Did you? I there, did you do what I think you did? Um, if what you think I did involves defecation, yeah, then no. Okay. Uh, it's worse than that. Ooh, I don't. I don't even know what that could be, but uh, I won't open them. Comes out the other end. It's pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Roach is on vacation. You quit. <laughs> Let's talk about the finals. Great series, great game. We uh, Giannis played his heart out, uh, beat the Phoenix Suns. They just couldn't get it together. Uh, Giannis had like three back-to-back great performances of point, you know, getting over thirty points. Yeah, I mean, the last time we heard about him, or last time we had heard that interview that you had, he said that they were gonna, they were gonna like just said, beat the Suns until they like they couldn't, they were crying and they were sad. Yeah, and we'll get to that because uh, I I want to talk about Giannis as a personality just for a little bit. Yeah. But just to speak on the game for a sec, um, it was good. Uh, I feel sad for the Suns. Yeah. They are their stars, you know, Devin Booker and uh, Chris Paul didn't play as well as you would hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that sort of cemented their loss yeah. in that game. Real quick, could you tell me three quick best showings of Suns? 
best showings of Suns. Yes. Number one. Number one. The son, baby son from the Teletubbies. Is that okay? Two. Uh, number two, the yelling son from that episode of Rick and Morty. Okay. And number three. Number three, Devin Booker. Uh, giving that Sons and Four guy free tickets to the finals. All right. Three best showings of Sons. Cool. Uh, are there any highlights about the game that you want to talk about? Because honestly, I've, I'm so overwhelmed by all the post game stuff that's yeah. come out that I don't necessarily remember highlights. Um, God, it does feel so long ago, huh? Uh, Giannis scored 50 points in that game. He did. That's right. He almost, he scored 50 points. His last shot being, and a, he, he a had, was throw. like, 16 out of 17 on free throw like he hit a lot of free throws yeah they were they were in a groove man he along with uh which is his 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 kryptonite he figured that out so that was good yeah uh he along with chris middleton uh drew holiday spell drew real quick d-r-u-e no j-r-u-e there it is. yeah sorry <laughs> um, same with chris chris is spelled with a k and not a c which is not what i would expect yeah uh, a bunch of they're a bunch of you could have a spelling uh, competition with that team just by itself. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, spell Dante Divincenzo. I refuse. Okay, <laughs> no, really, don't do it. But let's. Is, is there anything in the game that you want to hit? Because if not, I, I sort of want to get into what sort of the like, post. The, I think the post is is bad. We, you know that that Giannis scored fifty. Giannis uh, was MVP of the series, rightfully so. Uh, there was a little talk about like Drew Holiday being the MVP because he played defense on Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Uh, there was talk about Chris Middleton because there were times that he took over, but I think very rightly so. Giannis was an, a, like there in game six, closed it out, had the huge block in game four, um, and just was a big part of that team. And and honestly, at the end of the the game when they're doing the trophy celebration uh i believe it was malika andrews was like anyone you want to thank to the owner and of course like he does the normal owner things thanks thanks the fans thanks everybody and the whole time i was thinking he better thank Giannis because literally if Giannis is not there none of this happens right and he chose to stay which was a big story i imagine huge. last year where he huge. he signed what who wants to stay in milwaukee explain explain that to road or explain that to the audience because road knows yeah, yeah road is just on vacation well i mean the way the nba works is uh to sign that they want to in incentivize players to sign with teams that draft them so the way that it works is uh, when it comes time for a new contract to get a super max contract, the only one who can give you the most money is the team that drafted you. If you go anywhere else, they can like the max amount of money they can give you is less than that. Um, so Giannis, and also on the other side is Giannis really likes Milwaukee for some reason. Beats me. I, I guess Milwaukee's cool. Um, Ro just heard good things about the city. I've heard good things. It's still like not. Miami, but you know maybe maybe there's like Giannis also like is coming from Greece, so it's 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 probably much better that Giannis was able to grow up in an environment like Milwaukee as compared to New York because they would have eaten him alive within the first few years that he wasn't good. Um, but anyway, be- between the money and Giannis liking Milwaukee, he decided to stay. Made every other team in the league unhappy because every other team wanted him. And it's just seven months later after he signed that extension, that super max extension a bazillion dollars um that he wins a championship no and a lot of people myself included thought he would never do it and here he is he did it and he did it and i really really want to talk about 
what happened after he did it. Let's talk about it. So they celebrate in the stadium, right? Uh, the, you know, the trophy's presented. People are celebrating. Uh, Giannis is going absolutely nuts. The whole team is. They're very excited. He cried. He cried a bunch. They showed him sitting on the bench immediately after winning, and he's just, like, crying. He's very overwhelmed with emotion. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. Uh, after the presentation of the trophies and, like, the MVP stuff and their speeches and stuff, during his speech, Giannis, uh, again, such a heartfelt, nice guy. Like, such a, a wholesome man. He thanked Chris Middleton. He was like, I mean, that's my, that's been my dude for, like, seven years. We're, like, best friends. He pushes me to be better. Uh, that was really cute. Uh, he went into the locker room. They did all the, the whole champagne thing. Uh, the feed that I was watching had showed them, you know, celebrating for a long time. And eventually Giannis is walking around with ski goggles on because they wear ski goggles when they spray champagne all over each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's walking around with ski goggles. He's got his phone on. He's like uh, uh, IG uh, video chatting with like his brother who's in a quarantining in a hotel room. And he's just like dancing around. He's hugging kids who uh, are walking by who I guess he knows. Uh, he's just like being really nice and happy. And they just showed him for like a half hour. The, my favorite thing was uh, he was like coming through the tunnel and he was doing this really nerdy like hip dance yeah. where he had his like pointer fingers Giannis up. was feeling himself Giannis yeah. I, th- I think the thing that's so wholesome about Giannis is he just is truly his like geeky like greeky self and uh, like has no regrets and that's just like a very wholesome thing right there's that uh, yeah it's, it's just it's cool man I have to imagine part of it is his his poor like Greek upbringing he's just very thankful for what yeah I mean it's not like he was like poor in the streets but I'm sure that he was not a 300 millionaire like he is now right right and you can tell because he always likes to get a good deal which yes. is leads us to the next day yeah yeah the uh, <laughs> uh story that came out the next day is he uh was on instagram live uh and the video is of him in his car the video starts with him pointing at his uh mvp trophies in between his legs in the car and then he you know switches it to himself and he's like we're going to chick-fil-a we're getting 50 piece nuggets we're getting a large you gotta say it like him too we're going to chick-fil-a we're getting a 50 piece we're getting <laughs> half sprite half lemonade no ice also he was calling everything mcnuggets he was calling everything <laughs> McNuggets. um and that was really funny uh he probably was still drunk from the night before probably uh he did that multiple times that was a story like two days in a row where he <laughs> went to chick-fil-a and ordered a massive amount of nuggets uh, and a large half Sprite, half lemonade, no ice. Yeah, and he wanted them to give him free food, but they they haven't responded. As of this episode, they haven't. Mm. Uh, so that's been awesome. Giannis has just been uh, taking over social media in a very uh, positive and wholesome way, and I hope to see more uh, athletes embody that sort of genuine personality. There's been a lot of talk since Giannis won that he is the most likable athlete in all of sports. 100% agree. Roge, in, in, the, in the Roge's long time reporting on the NBA uh, in, in my years in the business, I gotta say that he's by far the most likable guy. Yeah, and I think it helps too that he plays for Milwaukee because the, I think that there are guys that in on sports or in sports that are likable but when you go on certain teams that like a segment of the population hates like the, you can i don't think you can ever be like the most likable guy on the yankees because there's always going to be a whole bunch of people who hate you same like same thing with like the lakers i don't think like lebron is so spreads 
the opinion of everyone. Like everyone, either hate LeBron or you love him. There's barely any people who just are medium with him. Um, but Giannis, because of what the team he plays for, and some people bring in the fact that he's got like he's like a European um, guy who kind of has less bravado it seems when it comes to sports that a lot of guys bring to sports that could be off-putting um so there's a lot of factors in it so you you think he's number one you can't think of anyone else no i can't think of anyone else and that's not just because uh people say Rhodes, you don't list other people because you don't know other players and i say Rhodes knows every player from all time <laughs> Rhodes only lists the ones that are relevant and yeah. right now the only person that's relevant on this list is Giannis Otentokounmpo. yeah the only one other one i can think of is steph curry but i will admit i'm a little biased because i i also love steph curry and i don't hate the warriors but i'm sure there are people out there who hate steph curry if you hate Giannis could you could you let us know and tell us why you hate Giannis yeah and I'm gonna say right now that if you are a racist person that does not count because you <laughs> we want you to hate Giannis for something specific to him honestly I haven't even heard like rant like the the normal racist people say anything bad about you about Giannis but maybe maybe I have one more observation yeah. before, if, if there's nothing else left, I just want to comment on the shirts that were handed out um, on the Bucks' victory yep. uh, that said two-time NBA champions, yeah. and I think that's a bad thing to promote. Because <laughs> it's Why, not two, It's not two like, back-to-back victories. They're, they're bragging about having two ever, Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, it's great for them, but it's not what I would lead with. I yeah. wouldn't go... <laughs> Yeah, we you know we won, count them fucking two. Like, <laughs> how we, many other? We won that one in 1971, and this one. Just focus on just 40 years later. 2020 NBA champions. Oh, 50 years later. Yeah, jeez. 2021 I, NBA I'm champions. I'm in 2011 right is, now. Is a is great. You know that's that's a great title to have. But to go like we did it twice, and they were 50 years apart. Like that's nothing. That's not a bragging point in 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 the Roge's mind. Is all that he wants to say. You know, Roge, I agree with you. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, no problem. Uh, any, Imagine if the Lakers did that every time they won. Right. <laughs> but even then, it'd be yeah, it'd be like 20. How many times? Have they I guess won? I wouldn't have a problem with it if literally any player on the team was part of that other team. Right, but it was so long ago. It was that so it's impossible. long ago. Giannis was not even alive. So. None of those players were alive. Anyway, that thanks for letting us know, Roj. Uh, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks, 2021 mil, um, NBA champions. Uh, this is the last time I'll be on the podcast for the foreseeable future. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of Roj's heart for having him on. You know what, Roj? Thank you. And for one last time, tell Joe Swell to shut up. I'm glaring at him. I don't even have to say it. He's he's scared. Okay, don't scare him like that. He he has to come back. Yeah, I'm gonna leave some commemorative cigarettes for you guys. They'll cool. be right here on the on the desk if you guys ever wanna. They're smoked already. They're smoked, but if you wanna remember me, because you gotta smoke them if you got them. So I, I smoke every cigarette that comes into my possession. Okay. So if you wanna remember me, put one of those used uh, cigarette in your mouth yeah and just think about how much of a good time i had well we know the way we usually call you is we light up a cigarette stick it in an ashtray and put it outside the window and and eventually you you come here right that's like my bad signal yeah well thanks for having me guys i'm going back to the bahamas all right have fun roach bye-bye and just like that the nba season is over nba season is over don't let don't tell him that i said this but i'm glad he's gone (laughs) 
Um, I think he knows. Now we can finally, I can finally feel safe on this podcast again. Yeah. Yeah. You're safe now. And maybe next year, maybe we'll have like more than one NBA analyst. Some, some, some media companies have more than one NBA analyst. If once, maybe we'll be rolling in money next year. And then year, we'll, we'll stop paying for his trips to the Bahamas. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. Do you want to? Don't you do it. <laughs> next up yeah is something that i'm very excited about we're gonna keep the sports train rolling but this time it's anime and? what what you don't say huh uh on the recommendation of my good friend napoleon we watched while well, you watched yeah we I didn't get a chance to watch, we, but you watched the royal we. The royal we watched Prince of Tennis, the anime Prince of Tennis. Yeah, we're revisiting sports anime. It didn't go very well when we watched Haikyuu. Uh, it didn't go very well when we watched Kuroko's Basketball. This is <laughs> shot number three, <laughs> and I wasn't there when Cassandra watched it, so I have so no you idea. Have no idea. Did you like the Prince of Tennis? Hold on, let's give it a second. Let's give it a second. I'm going to pause it real quick and everyone uh, together, unless you're driving a car or any type of heavy machinery, close your eyes and pretend you just turned on your Game Boy and you're about to play a tennis game, like a Mario Tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Even, honestly, even the visuals are pretty like at the beginning of a video game. Like that right here. Right. So I would say, we talked about this a little bit before that we started recording, but that is the like American right. opening. This is, a, this is a fill-in American. But yeah. guess what? I'm American. Right. I just, I want to clarify that like the original intent of the show. Right, right, right. Had what I thought was a better opening than that. But let's, let me hear your thoughts on this show, please. Um. Okay. Um. I'm going to go note by note. Um. So... I'll I'll save my f- overall feelings until the end. Um, are you gonna go through the premise? Because again, I haven't seen the show in so long that you yeah, might have to refresh. Yeah, sure, me. sure, sure. Um, the premise is um kind of coyly because you don't know this at first. I'll, I'll go through the first episode real quick, so then you know. Um, uh, there's a kid, and he goes to a tennis. Um, I guess it's a tournament. Um, but he was talking to this girl and she gave him the wrong direction. So he was late and he had to, and he was, um, he defaulted or he, he was not allowed to play in the tournament because he was late. Um, but there was this other kid, this kind of punk who was like, I'm the number one tennis guy here. And they were kind of talking trash to each other. And the kid was like, all right, I'll play you. Uh, it turns out this kid's amazing. And, uh, there's this grandma character who is the girl who gave him the wrong directions. Uh, she's the, her grandmother, and she is like a, a tennis coach, I guess. She never really coaches tennis, but she's always there, and she looks like she's in a tennis outfit. Um, and she's like, you know who that is? That's the Prince of Tennis. And that's him. He is a kid uh, in this tournament specifically. He was, I think he's 14... And he played with the 16-year-olds? Or he might be 12 and played with the 16-year-olds. 12 sounds more right to me. 12 sounds more right? Okay. Well, he's younger. I remember he's younger. Right. Um, 
and he plays with the 16 year olds and so he's just this really great tennis player his dad was a great tennis player um there, he's there's very limited uh information on him so far through the first three and a half episodes that i've watched um but that's the premise is this guy is this kid is young um eventually in the next episode he's in school and trying to join the tennis team uh he's in seventh grade and is supposed to be like a little peon and of course uh, he no one can beat him so it's like one of those type of things um so let's go through the notes you ready for that Mm -hmm. okay uh note number one the soundtrack and art remind me of an old video game which is what I just showed everyone. Right. Uh, part of that, of course, was the um, Americanized Open. Mm-hmm. But I would say even within the show, like the the score that went along with moments was video gamey. And I don't dislike it. I was going to ask, is that a positive or a negative? Yeah, I don't dislike it. Um, again, I have fond memories of like Mario Tennis, and that's really what it reminds me of. It's just like a generic like... Um, what else? The, the I saw that the like copyright or whatever for this because they they write like the little TM or whatever they're using. Um, is this show was in 1999, so it's a little old, right? Um, the and the graphics like make sense for that that timeline of what I'm thinking. I like it reminded me of like a Sega game. Sure. Um, what's the one that was like a a black sega is that that's not dream a game gear game gear i had a game gear so it reminded me of a game gear wow rich yeah rich <laughs> game gears were expensive were they yeah and they took like eight double a batteries which they is, did i do remember that and they lasted like three hours um i i got it as a gift obviously i had one too because i was like five yeah um so thanks mom um i and i honestly i i played two games on my game gear uh it was sonic right and um i had a baseball game nice i don't remember what it was called um okay moving on okay uh this is again this has something to do with the dubbing because of alice's i watched the dub version there were like strange delays slash slow dialogue yeah not that it wasn't matched up but it seemed like they were thinking too long in in response uh and i thought it was funny okay uh i i know you didn't watch it with me but at some point we'll have to like watch the first episode just so you could see do you have an example <sighs> no not in but it it happened i feel like it happened every time it'd be like it'd be like the girl would be like um like a, i'm sorry i gave you the wrong directions did anything happen yeah I had they kicked me out of the tournament. Like it was, it's just a, like weird delays. Yeah. Um, that I definitely think are the um, are the dubs. I guess maybe we could watch the sub too and see if it's faster. Right. I don't know. Again, not something that took away from it necessarily. I just thought it was a funny, uh, thing. All right. Next note. Uh, grandma is jacked. Grandma grandma looks like a young jacked woman that they put a few wrinkles on. <laughs> <laughs> um I would say that's an anime trope that you yeah. just uncovered. Could you look up grandmother and in Prince of Tennis cuz I'd like you to see what she looked like. I was kind of, it was kind of jarring because I'm telling you she's freaking jacked. She's so There she is. <laughs> there she is. 
Um, I don't see anything. She just looks very, she barely looks like an old woman. Right. That's the thing is she does not look like an old woman, but they were like, she's a grandmother. We need to put a few wrinkles on her but face. But I, I kind of like that because I feel like in media, especially- they, they, they either make her too old. Yeah, Again, I'm not picking at it as a negative right, right. thing. These are just things that I've noticed. Yeah, I just want to say like in media, especially in anime, I feel like, uh, women, like old characters are always like tiny hunched over wrinkled old women like she's got broad ass shoulders i yeah like this woman could take you to the ground i can only see her a headshot of her and like uh, she's looking ob- over her shoulder in this yeah, one picture strange I don't but know. Uh, the fact that she's tall she looks tall to she's me she's tall and i'm like oh you you got wrinkles and you're tall and you're in an anime like, she's huge and like her hair is just like so brown no no gray in that at all right and like her daughter is in or her granddaughter's in seventh grade so like go you uh grandma um the other th- wrote, thing i wrote is yay for a woman because she wasn't like stupid or anything and she was definitely like one of the ladies in charge yeah and i, w- I was happy that they had uh she's only 58 made that choice okay so 58 if she had her kid when she was like 20 let's say 21 and then her other kid had. We don't need to figure 20, this out. Right now. Um, twenty and twenty, so she's forty, which would mean that she. You said she's fifty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That lines up. Um. Yeah. Uh. She again. She doesn't play like a huge role. She does like a. I know who is. And oh, this guy, the kid, um, is who's the prince of tennis came from. He was in New York for a long time for some reason, and that's why no one knows who he is. And she was like, he's won every tournament that he's gone into. Um, <laughs> why does she know that? It's funny to think of like a coach being like, I keep tabs on every high school, middle school tournament in the in the world. <laughs> well, it was in New York, and I don't think it was a middle school tournament. I think it was just some type of tennis tournament. Um, I will say also, um, the kid's name is, did I write it down? His name is Arison. Etchison. His name is Etchison. That's his last name. His first name is Japanese. But I thought it was interesting that his name is Etchison. Because that's not very Japanese. You know? Um, to me, at least. Unless I, unless it's spelled differently than I am assuming. I'm, I'm doing like etch a sketch a sin. Yeah, his name is Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, his um, name is Etch-a-Sketch. I honestly can't speak to, I mean, it's spelled, it's, I, it's spelled Japanese when I see it written out. Okay. So it's just the way I'm spelling it in my mind. Um, okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, one thing that I found funny, and this is, uh, this is kind of a, a trope that I've noticed throughout, um, anime sports is like they cling on something that's very like odd in terms of being good in the sport now this kid is good like he could serve well like they're they're good in that that he could do like drop balls he could spin the ball but like the the way that he gets into an altercation with that first character in the first episode is they're like they're like talking shit to each other about uh tennis grips like how to grip the racket right and i think that's very funny it's it's like the same thing about like Oh, that's the the best libero in the game or whatever. Like it's just one of those like random things about sports that that someone doing anime picked and it's like, "Oh, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> and grips are important, but like they paid so much attention to grips right. in that first one. Does that translate if you like master a single fundamental that you're suddenly the best performer in that? I don't think that they were saying that this kid Maybe they were. I I don't think they were saying that this kid was the best because he mastered those grips, even though he did. I think I guess that it was more like um, like he knows the different grips, and the other kid was like talking to his friends, and he was given a wrong grip. But it's so funny that he would ever like you'd ever be talking to your friends, you'd be like, yeah, you wanna you wanna do that? You get this grip right here. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's also not like you're playing the guitar when you play tennis. You're not, like, changing your grip every single hit, you know? Like, right. anyway, you've played a little tennis. I but- have, but I'll, I'll say that as, like, a non a non sports person, if I watched that show, I, I, I would have just been like, oh, I guess that's a thing that they do. And yeah. I, I would I wouldn't have stood out as weird to me. Yeah. And, again, I, I watch tennis. I've played it recreationally. I'm not... A tennis master in terms of um my best sports but um it was just funny another it was another one of those funny things good you did it again anime you did it again um okay so in the first episode he's doing uh he's in this game a, a pissing match game with this this kid who's the best at that tournament and uh <laughs> they're playing each other the the mean kid has like two friends and uh the prince of tennis has the little girl that gave him the wrong directions and her grandmother who's like running the tournament uh there's no fans at all it's just like a a turn a um random court that they're doing this pissing match on and the the kid's getting his ass kicked uh not the prince of tennis the other kid uh and like bad it's not even like he's up like four games to none so that's he's getting swept. He's getting swept, and the 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 bad kid all of a sudden is like, I'm just gonna keep saying that every of one of his hits at at the back end are out, even though they're in. Like we're seeing that they're in, and at one moment, point, the little girl goes, "But grandma, it's clearly in," and the grandma's like, "We can't say anything. They call their own." They call their own ins and outs. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so this kid's just going to win by uh, by just saying every ball is out. And I think it's at, at first it kind of was, it felt like, oh, we're women. We can't say anything. But I think she meant we're just like spectators. Um, <laughs> but then, so what the kid does, the Prince of Tennis, is he puts a, a spin so good on the ball that it hits before the line and it just stops and lays there (laughs) which i don't think is possible sure at all yeah neither is you know giant robots and energy beams yeah so (laughs) but it's impressive right i don't think it's possible and then the kid is like oh well i guess i can't say it's out because it's just sitting there (laughs) in um so that was very funny. I, I wrote um, LMAO at the ball just staying there. <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Um, and then at the end, like the game uh, ends, he gets his um, sixth win or whatever. And everyone goes, he actually won, which I think is also funny because 
he won every game. The other guy did not win a game at sure. all. So at what you're shocked at the end when this guy wins? Like, what did you think was going to happen? So here are things that stood out to me from what you said so far. Uh, first of all, I think in terms of premise of the show, him being like young and competing with older kids. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. How often do you see little kids be a threat in sports? Uh, especially that's an age where like years, a couple years is like a big difference. Like imagine, yeah. imagine if you were playing uh, little league baseball and like a kindergarten, a kindergartner came up, a t-baller, a t-baller came up and started wrecking shop. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're used to having the ball and a t. <laughs> and the ball moves, and now you're good. <laughs> that's actually, you know, did they get to bring up like the things that make them good? Because you know, like a famous MLB player just like playing with a T like he wants to play with the older folks <laughs> <laughs> let him do what he wants to do yeah 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 I uh <laughs> I think there's there's something in the rules that say if you're within a certain age you can bring a T up regardless right. of what what uh what sport you're in oh a T in any sport <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how they played the tennis too yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, what uh, I found interesting about this—you must have not seen this in your research—but uh, there was a show uh, before uh, a prequel to *The Prince of Tennis*. Mm-hmm. It's called the, *The Jester of Tennis*. Uh oh. Yeah. He's a joke of tennis. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Jester of Tennis—he's like a—he's a, a magician. Oh. Who uh, he does a lot of parlor tricks to yeah. win his games. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I, we actually have the uh, the unaired episode of that that we can play here. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. You think you can beat me? Have you not seen how many grips I know for my tennis racket? Well, yes, I see the grips are there, but did you know you have no hair? Where'd, <laughs> where'd my hair go? Oh, isn't it funny? Laugh, everyone. Laugh. It's the jester of tennis, my liege. <laughs> There's a throne set up at, the, at midcourt. Oh, my sir, I will play this good tennis for you for your good entertainment. But first, let me ask my opponent, what dries as it gets wetter? Kid, I'm here to play tennis, not answer your stupid riddles. Ah, you don't know, do you? (laughs) Bounce on my left, bounce on my right foot, bounce on my left, bounce on my right foot. Are are we going to (laughs) play? Here, you stay there. Yeah. I'm going to serve, right? Mm, Yes. And I'm going to crush you. Okay. And you can stop making fun of me for not knowing the different grips and for thinking that you can beat me, the number one player at this school. Oh, okay. Oh, I think you have something on your shirt right there. Where? Oh, bloop. Uh, Got your nose. nose. (laughs) Get back to your side of the court. Point for me. That's not a point. Why? Don't put that point on the board for yes, him. Yes, they do. I get points for entertainment, you see. It's 15 love right now. Yes, it is. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. All right. Service. Shoes on tired. What? See, gotcha. Your shoes are Velcro. They they are. 
and they weren't before. How'd you do that? Ah, it's magic, you see. Or is it that I have people that work for free? They're mice. I don't like this. And hold on. I'm, I'm going to put my, my, my racket down and check my shoes. And I can't get the racket off my hand. Ah, does the racket leave an owner's hand? I think not. Do you put glue on my racket handle? Don't know, man. <laughs> it's not a right. <laughs> I believe it is. <laughs> ah, this is this is unfair. We uh, the racket is still in his hand, so I will continue to play. No, ah! ace. <laughs> he won the game. Ah, I believe it's 40 love. No, well, you got, they gave you extra points for that shoe untied prank. Oh, you're right. I get points for entertainment. <laughs> My liege. All right, guys, I, I know, I know tricks too. This is how we're going to play tennis. I, I can entertain. I can entertain. Um, I, I, I can say the alphabet backwards, everyone. Boo. No, Boo. not into that. Throw tomatoes at him, everyone. Uh, when you don't uh, like what he's doing, throw uh, tomatoes. Uh, Boom. I've got negative 15 points. Boom. Yes. Uh. Ah, if you see over there, my king does not like what you've brought to this match. I, Guys, I really need to win this match. I want to retain my number one status, and I can't get beat by these pranks. They're not pranks. They're magic. Are they magic? It's magic. You glued my hand to a tennis racket. Listen here. I'm dating your mother. <laughs> How old are you? I'm old enough, I hope. Old enough. Mom? Yeah. Mom. It's cool. Is it? Yeah. He's funny. He makes me laugh. Mom, he glued my hand to a tennis racket. Oh, it's okay. We'll get some nail polish. It'll come right off. He changed my shoes without me knowing. I was wanting to get you new shoes anyway. Serve the ball. Okay. Here we go. The ball's stuck to your hand too, isn't it? (laughs) I can't serve. I can't let it go. That's a fault. (laughs) Isn't it sad that we've been here? Now I'm going to win. It's near. I guess this is why they call you the jester of tennis. (laughs) You know what? I know how I'm going to win. Every time he serves, I'll just say that the serves are out. Let's do this. I lost this game, but it's your turn now. Okay. Serve up, Jester Man. All right. Out. You see that? That was out. I don't think so. If you see and you look quite nearer, a face of a clown is in the corner there. Yeah, there's a clown I paint all of my tennis balls with the face of a clown so you see where they hit. Oh, yeah, it's smeared onto the court. Yes. He got me. I got you. He made me look like a clown. Ah, clown you are, young one. (sighs) All right, I got to go. Date with your mom. I don't like this. Bye. Good day, my liege. Arguably just as good as the Prince of Tennis. Arguably. Uh, You know... I don't know if he'd win against the Prince of Tennis, but he would definitely annoy the Prince of Tennis. For sure. And that's what every good jester does, right? Yeah. So, points for you, jester. Good for you. Good for you, jester. Um, 
Okay, I've got more. Don't worry. I've got more. If you're worrying if I have more, I have more. Um, big ol' swag move here. I literally just put SWAG in all caps. When um, he had won, uh, everyone was like, well, why don't you play again? Why don't you play again? Again, he blew him out. And then the grandma goes, oh, he's not going to want that. And um, the Prince of Tennis moves the racket to his other hand and she goes he was playing with his right hand <laughs> he's, left-handed. he's left-handed that's baller. <laughs> and this is i'm like three episodes in and literally every single time he plays with someone he plays right-handed that's baller <laughs> i love that that's such a cool reveal yeah it's such a weird thing weird thing like that's so cocky to be like i'm gonna play with my right hand just as it's so everyone thinks i'm right-handed and then be like all right, you want to play again? It's going to get real. <laughs> I made that ball stop on a dime with my right hand. I like that extra challenge, though. I feel like you really have to be confident in what you do to like self-impose uh, a handicap on yourself yeah. and then be like, oh, no, I'm actually so good that I'm, I'm, I'm not even playing to my full potential. Yeah, what I like about this is that this kid has started like good as hell. And like just really like every episode he's had to to have a tennis match with somebody or some type of tennis feat with someone. And every time he blows them away. I like that as opposed because it's different from the buildup of like weakling getting stronger. I like that it's this guy is so strong. Let's see what happens kind of thing. So I'm what now he's like going through the, the struggles of like making the team and, and all that stuff. But I, I like that he starts strong. I'm like, woo, yeah. Um, what else do I got? Oh, I wrote, everyone's so mean, question mark. And they are. Literally everyone that comes up to him is like rude and mean. They're like, oh, you're just a little kid, blah, blah, blah. And like, why is everyone so mean? I guess that's just his, uh, the thing he has to overcome, right? Like that he's so young and people don't believe that he's so good for his age. I guess, but even just like regularly, like people are just mean. Even before they know he's a tennis player, they're just rude. I'm still stuck on the left hand, right hand thing. Why? I just think it's really cool and funny that he he didn't do that. It is funny that he like wasn't playing with his dominant hand. I'm I'm trying to think of like what how else you would leverage like being so good at something that you would you would uh, lie about how you're doing it. Like you you you're better. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't like, know, like a cake boss. Like a cake boss, how? I don't know, like a a, a cake boss. Um, who is making cake with like lower quality sugar and then <laughs> you thought that tasted good yeah i use splenda yeah and here we go again <laughs> they're like holy shit you did all that with zero calories and then you're like yeah you want to try the one with butter and then they bring out the one with butter and it's like ah! in my head i'm imagining someone like giving a speech like uh and then them being like or like performing in a plan they're like wow he's the best performer i've ever seen and he goes you thought that was good yo no hablo inglés he has no idea what he fucking said ah! <laughs> that's funny that is very funny that's why i was stuck on that yeah we can move on okay. that was that was a good place to be stuck on Okay, everyone's rude. Uh, what's the next one? His dad is hot. 
Is he? Yeah. He's hot. Yep. He's jacked. Um, there's like, I assume he's his dad. I'm pretty sure he's his dad. Um, at one point in episode three, maybe it's four, um, the dad like is just going and sitting at what looks like his own personal tennis court and he's like waiting for him. He's like, I thought I had a match today. And I think it is he's supposed to see his kid, but his kid is at school or doing something. I don't know. Uh, and that that's it like the most we see of the dad and i think he like reads a newspaper or something absentee parents is a popular anime trope as well you mean that he doesn't know what's going on with or, him or he's not around all yeah long? i wonder if that's gonna turn into like oh no i mean i think he wants him to play tennis i wonder if he's gonna be like happy with him or his dad again was a like a famous japanese tennis yeah. player i promise you at some point they will play each other yeah yeah well i'm sure the kid is this good because he's been playing with his dad sure but i think though it, it'll be like a high stakes like See if you can beat me, son. If you can't Maybe beat me... Maybe they'll play doubles together versus another father-son. I don't think before playing each other. I think that's always a, a common, like, in uh, in a competition-style anime like this. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we're going to see who's the better, if you've grown enough to defeat me. Mm -hmm. Sort of trope. Um, okay, so moving on. I think that the kid, the Prince of Tennis, is also a little rude, but not intentionally. I think he's just like a tennis robot. Because he sees that girl who gave him the wrong directions and they like had a day together, who is obviously going to become his love interest. But um, you think he could see anything outside of tennis? No, um, because she she goes and she's like, oh, hi, like three or four days later, maybe a week. And he's like, who are you? And they had like legit conversations. So it's like, come on, dude. I think he's just so blinded by tennis that he has no time for romance. Yeah. And then like, uh, like i don't know six hours later he he has a moment he's like oh i remember who she was um and then like f another episode later he gives her a clue on how to hit a tennis ball and that's about the interaction of that and i guess it's hot um <laughs> there's one kid that's in his grade who's like a bratty kid who keeps going uh I've played tennis for two years and he just does not shut up and he um, brags about how good at tennis he is because he's been playing tennis for two years. Um, so that's one thing. He's annoying. But also, he's the only one that does not wear a uniform. And every shot, he's like wearing his own like tennis getup that's a little weird. Um, but I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I will also say in my research... Uh, there's a live action Prince of Tennis. That does not surprise me. The weird thing is it's Chinese. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And the, so I watched uh, the first few minutes of it. It's really poor production quality. Um, but they've changed it to everyone being Chinese. Um, Chinese names. But it's like word for word the same. Like they start on the tra There's a train interaction with like the jerky kid and and the prince of tennis it's exactly the same except everyone's chinese hey china make some media where you're not chinese let it let it go yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> let that, it go china that's the podcast's official stance yeah. china stop being so so uh monocultural yeah get a little more secular yeah it's okay it'll be fine if this kid is japanese it'll be fine um so overall i'm gonna tell you right now best sports anime we've watched that's awesome that's amazing i i have questions okay um but i i i, I want to know uh 
running theory for why that kid can get away with wearing his own uniform. It's not even a uniform. It's just his own clothes. Running theory. I have no fucking idea. Because it seems like they're in Japan where everyone should be wearing a uniform, he's right? Wearing, this is his uh, his sports uniform or... I mean, he's just... Uh, it's his tennis outfit. I don't... He wears like a green shirt. Everyone else is wearing a school uniform. I have no idea how he gets away with it. Yeah. That's what he's doing, though. It's literally he's the only one. Everyone else is in a school uniform. I've heard that in certain uh, middle school productions. I, I won't call them productions, but certain middle school organizations for sports, they have... Uh, they designate one person to be the wild card. Yeah, maybe he's the libero, the uh, tennis version oh, maybe. of a libero. Yeah, yeah, where they wear a different uniform. Yeah, yeah, I I believe that's a position that they're trying out. Yeah, yeah, tennis you, tennis youth doesn't usually have a libero, but in just this anime, libero. So overall, positive feelings on Prince of Tennis. Uh, overall, positive feelings, not positive feelings on the Chinese version. Sure, cheap. That's fine. Very cheap. That's fine. Prince of Tennis, you know, good good for you. Good for you, Prince of Tennis. You go, Prince of Tennis. And that's what I have to say. Cool. About I'm, the Prince of Tennis. I'm glad you checked it out. Yes, thank you for the suggestion. And um, maybe I will keep watching. I mean, it came out in, in 99, so I assume that it's over already. <laughs> I, I don't uh, know. I don't know for sure, because yeah. didn't One Piece come out in like the 90s yeah but this i don't think it's still going i i this is not a series that's like near and dear to my heart okay Uh, i think it's just a good uh you know sport anime crossover Mm -hmm. opportunity cool um i have a game for you if you want to do that i do all right well this game is called nickname or nick game get it Uh, it's basically i've got a sports nickname and you got to tell me who it ma- who it is. Okay. Yeah? Sure. Cool. Um, so we got a few of them. I tried, the way that I did this is I tried to do um, more well-known uh, athletes, um, which might not be the case for you, but we'll see. Um, we're going to go down the list. The first one is two. And I know that I've used this in front of you, so let's see if you know. The Splash Brothers. Um, sure. Uh, he's one of the guys that was in the Space Jam movie. I don't think I know his name. Mm. Kyle Kuzma. No, but it's funny that you <laughs> say Kyle Kuzma. It's something with a C or a C sound. Clay. Clay Thompson. Yeah. I knew it was a C sound. That's why mm. I, was, I don't know why Kyle Kuzma came out. Double K's. Yeah. So that's one of the brothers. Who's the other brother? Uh, geez. Let's go go by. Let's give you a little clue. But like, why would they be called Splash Brothers? Because they make a lot of like three three point shots. Yeah, they're wet. Yeah, is uh is uh Steph Curry one? That's right. Okay. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are the Splash Brothers. Gotcha. Um, the next nickname is the Great One. The Great One. Um, geez. your hint is hockey. Um, is it what's his name? Who's the guy that everyone talks about for hockey? Um, Wayne Gretzky. It is. Wow, Joswell, you got it. It is Wayne Gretzky. He gotcha. is the great one. Um, the next name is Big Unit. Big Unit. Yeah, you know why they call him that? Uh. I'm scared to, to ask. <laughs> is it PG 
Or do we have to mark this podcast explicit? No, just tell me why you think he's the big unit. Um, he uh, gets big numbers. That's right. Is it real? For real? He's he's a very tall man. Tall man is a basketball player. He's not. He's a baseball player. Um, geez, I have no idea. Uh, currently playing? No. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. Close, but no. It is Randy Johnson. The pitcher? The pitcher, Randy Johnson. The guy who pitched and hit that bird that one time? He is, yes. I'm giving you half points for knowing that that even happened. One time, uh, Randy Johnson was pitching the same time a pigeon was flying by, and he hit the pigeon and killed it, and uh, feathers went everywhere. Yeah, the pigeon, like, exploded. Yeah, it was crazy. And Randy Johnson's known for throwing, like, 99, 100 miles an hour, so It, it hurt. Okay, here's another one. I think you'll know this one. The Black Mamba. Um, Black Mamba is um, Kobe Bryant? That is correct. Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Um, Basketball player for the Lakers. Formerly. Formerly. Yes. Famously. Famously. Um, R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, the next name is the Sultan of Swat. <laughs> this is obviously badminton. Yes, uh, <laughs> obviously. And uh, a fly, he he got this nickname because he killed a lot of flies. Right. Yeah. Um, Sultan of Swat. Uh, I honestly have no idea. A defensive player for the basketball, maybe? He is a baseball player. Sultan of Swat. I have no idea. Also known as the Great Bambino. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the na- I, Obviously, I know who it is. The name's escaping me. Um. <laughs> He's a candy bar. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Babe Ruth is the Sultan of Swat. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Next one. The Hick from French Lick. Um. Ooh. This uh, is easy. It's uh, f- a French man. Rudy Gobert. French Lick isn't in Indiana. Oh, French Lick. Okay. Uh, an Indiana man. Um, hint, please. Basketball, old. Old basketball. Um, I'm gonna say Larry Bird. It is Larry Bird. Are you serious? <laughs> you just. <laughs> that was a. I pulled that straight from my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it was that's the hick from French Lake is Larry Bird. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, we got a few more. The next one is the answer. I have no idea. NBA. Sure. Um, the answer. This person thinks very highly of themselves. Um, Kevin Durant. Would you like a clue? Yeah. We talking about practice? Practice? Practice. I saw this. Not a game. Yeah. Practice. I don't remember who this was. This is a... Uh, fucking does he play on the warriors he's not he retired like i don't know seven years i don't remember who this is his name is alan iverson oh alan iverson yeah i remember him he's the answer the answer okay all right uh big shot bob uh the builder basketball player um big shot bob i don't know uh hint um he played on the lakers and the spurs um he honestly has like he's one of the most uh ring winning players of all time and no one would 
Tim Duncan. Not, it's not Tim Duncan. It is Robert Ori. Nope. I don't know. You would never think that Robert Ori would have this many rings, but he does. Um, okay. Two more. The Kid. Um, Steph Curry? Baseball. Baseball. Steph Curry is the babyface assassin. Derek Jeter? I don't know who the kid is. That's the captain. The kid is... Ken Griffey Jr. The kid. Ooh, a guess from earlier. Yeah. The kid, he had that youthfulness about him. He turned his hat backwards, mm. played the ball with uh, played ball with a youthful enthusiasm. The kid. The kid. He's 50 years old. You still call him the kid, although he definitely does not look like the kid anymore. All right, last one. The greatest. Uh, not to be confused with the great one. LeBron. The greatest. Hint. Most people would probably say he's the greatest athlete of all time. Is it uh, football? No. Um, baseball? No. Basketball? No. Soccer? No. What am I missing? He's a boxer. A boxer. Oh, the greatest? Is it Floyd Mayweather? No. He's older. Oh, is it uh, Mike Tyson? No. Um, You're missing a big one. Think civil rights. Oh, uh, Ali. Yes. Muhammad Ali Muhammad is the greatest. Ali. Yeah. The greatest athlete of all time. How could I forget? Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Finish the rhyme. Uh, I love to box and it hurts when I pee. <laughs> I love to box? I love to box. Oh, I love to box. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um... But that's that's it. all I have for that game. That game's fun because as you learn more sports, we can expand it more. Yeah. Because there are nothing but nicknames in sports. Okay. Hopefully you at home were able to play along and you were able to get some, or now you know who the hick from French Lick is. I do. Yep. Straight from his bu- butthole. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Um, What do you have for me? Do you have anything? No. I'm all good, man. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I was driving down to go see like an old cow of mine um, because I like to see cows. And uh, I pull over and I roll down my window and I go, give me a moo, which is kind of rude, you know. Um, but I did that to some cows that I saw the other day. They didn't move, but they were they were congregated in like a pile in this. Um, I guess you would call it a pond. It was like a just a mud puddle, basically. And um, they seemed like they were protecting something. And I was like, "What is going on in there?" I looked deeper through the cows, and they went, "Twitter at Coach Me Sensei." And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try to get a little bit more deep inside this this thing to see what here. Because there was like a red glowing light. And they're like, facebook.com slash coach me sensei pod. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And then there was like a little baby cow. And the cat was like, coach me sensei at gmail.com. Um, and I was like, God, cows, thank you for all this promotion. I love it. I, <laughs> I read your emails daily and yes, we will talk about grass sometime in the upcoming future. Um, 
and they were like, moo, cool. Um, but I got further. I was deeper, deeper into the cows, and they separated. They separated in almost a biblical fashion, and there was a red glowing light right in the middle of this mud pile oh, wow. that they were sitting there. And I was like, ugh, what is this? Is this like an alien thing? I know aliens like to mess with cows a lot. And uh, I'm interested. So I was like, I'm going to press this button. It said push on it. It was bright red. And I just took a deep breath to dive into that mud pile. And I went three, two, two one. one. Ah. 